Shut up and sit down. Towing the line. Yeah. Coming at you. Live from the Mob Boys Production Studios in Art is Maryland. Welcome to a weekend edition of Towing the Line. Along with Matt, my name is Mike. What's going on, bud? What's going on, man? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but we are here, and we're going to... Uh, we got this one coming at you. I think we're going to... We're probably going to get another one coming at you guys pretty soon here as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, good weekend so far. Extended weekend, of course. We have President's Day coming up. And Matt, of all of the holidays in which we get off... <laughs> Can you name a more insignificant holiday than President's Day? There's no tradition. Zippy. There's no conversation around it. We don't talk about it. It's in the middle of February. <coughs> For it's... no apparent reason. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it's just a February day off. And I'm good with a random day off every now and again. Yeah. But I'd rather, follow me on this one, I'd rather sacrifice a holiday such as President's Day. Yeah. And have election day off every year. Because I feel like election day, having election day off would not give Americans an excuse to not go out and vote. Well, using this as your platform. I'm just saying. Are you I mean, P. It's, Diddy? It's, it's vote what, or die? Is uh, that what we're doing here? I'm telling the line? If that's what we're at, then yeah, man. I mean, people always use, oh, I gotta go to work on election day. I can't get off in time. And what, by the time I get off, the pools are closed. Okay, give us a ho- give us a day off. Make it a national holiday to go and vote. So now you don't have an excuse as opposed to President's Day in the middle of February when like it's too cold to do a cookout. It's yeah, I I don't know. There's literally nothing that goes on yeah, around President's Day. But there's no days off in March. And <coughs> bless you. Is that is I mean so? So no, what? No. Monday or January is MLK Day. Right. February is President's Day. Yeah. March is nothing and March isn't sucks. Isn't St. Well, two things in March. You have March Madness, which takes up a good week and a half to two weeks. Yeah, but you don't get a day off. You don't get a day off. Be, come, let's be honest. Who doesn't watch March Madness at work? Me. I watch it all the time at work. I gamble on it at work. That's a good thing to admit. Thanks, man. Hmm. <laughs> but isn't you Saint- also gambled earlier tonight? We'll talk about that. Sure, Don't we'll, forget that shit because we'll, that's hilarious. <laughs> we'll get there. And then isn't St. Patrick's Day in March as well? Yeah, but it's not a day off. It's not a day off, but it's a great day to get tanked. You can get tanked any day, like today. Hey, speaking of getting tanked, like today, I'm tanked. I'm tanked. Okay. What are we drinking, by the way? Today? Whiskey. We're drinking a what fine kind? Jim Beam Double Oak Twice Barreled Blue Label. So we that's a uh, how? What is that? It's a $20 bourbon. No, I I know because I bought it. It's yeah. tw- a $26 bourbon. No. But it started as a full bottle, and by the end of the show, it should be an empty bottle, right? We'll see how much you drink there, Sally. Well, I've drank a lot throughout the day. And, no, uh, I no I have. I drank most of this. No, well, yes, because I started with beer. You don't drink beer because you're on your no-carb thing, which is cool, and I appreciate it, and I respect that. Right, But, but it have... also puts me behind the eight ball because I still enjoy the taste of beer. Do you not miss the taste of beer? At yeah, all? That's fine. I like whiskey. I've drank whiskey. I know you like whiskey. For... But don't you miss beer, Matt? Not if I have whiskey. You rather drink whiskey than beer? Yes. Okay. All right. You don't know me? No, I do know. Legitimately, you. anybody that just met me would know that. But about you me. don't. I mean, 
there's so I don't drink. I haven't been drinking beer a lot lately. I just missed the taste of beer, so I went out and bought a six pack of beer this weekend. Yeah, it's cute. Cool. I mean, it's cute. I'm um, cute. Yeah, you're, it was it was a cute idea. It was a cute idea. Okay. One thing Matt and I decided that we were going to do this weekend is, um, well, I don't, I don't know if you saw it live, but maybe you saw the highlights of the dunk competition. The dunk competition for the NBA All-Star break and the three-point competition for the NBA All-Star break was this weekend, and it is so bad. Yeah, this was not my idea. This was not part of my plan. This was what Mike wanted to do. In fact, I said three separate occasions that it wasn't something I wanted to do. No. There was things that we could have done differently. Yeah. We literally could have sat outside and dug holes and shat in them. And it would have been a lot more fun than watching that fucking thing. In fact, you know what we did do that was way more fun than watch that? What's that? Watch 90 Day Fiance. Twice. Guess we what? We watched two episodes Guess of what? That. More entertaining. More entertaining than the fucking shit that you it made really me sit was. through. And it was garbage. And here's the thing. I came out on top. Like $5 on top. Mike and I bet. On the three-point uh, contest. So I, we each picked. We went back and forth. And we each picked uh, three players out of the, out of right, but eight there was, ten. Eight, ten. was eight, eight or ten. Thank you. There was ten people. I picked three. He picked three. And if any whoever like if any of our people made it into the top, they picked three from those ten. Yeah. And if any of our people were in that, then we would have them go head to head, and then right. we're gonna make bets. Well, Mike picked zero out of the top Zip three, it. and I picked two out of the three. I was a little butt hurt. So Mike wanted to get back into it sure because did. he was itching to uh, be a part of something. Uh, so he paid me $3 to get back in, uh-huh. and he said, okay, the person I'm picking, if he wins, uh, I get back my money. We're so square. I, I We're break even. even. Yes. If he takes second place, I get a dollar back. So and, it would only cost me $2. And if he loses, he takes third in the rest of the three, then he would um, pay you five, uh, two, two more dollars. Yeah, yeah, guess who came back $5 richer? I paid you the extra $2 before he was finished with his round. Yeah, rightfully so. It was terrible. But even so, the one thing that the three point contest has that the dunk contest doesn't have for the NBA is stars in it. The like legitimate NBA stars came out and, and they they participated. Steph Curry was one of the best to do it. Damian Lillard was in it. Dirk Nowitzki was in it. Um, so that was really cool. Some random ass white dude named Joe Smith. Nope. Nope. Joe Harris mm-hmm. won the three point contest. Over Steph Curry, which is crazy to me, but that was cool. Um, I actually found that to be quite exciting. What was not exciting at all, and I mean at all, is the NBA dunk contest. They need to get rid of that. Um, it's been it, it, people, oh, you know, it's coming back. It's going to make a return. It's not. It's terrible. It's been done. There's no excitement to it. There's no stars that participate in it. The best dunk was done by some dude named uh, something Diallo, and he dunked over Shaq, so he jumped over a seven-footer. Cool beans, dude. Cool beans. I'm pretty sure it's been done before. You made me watch it. That's your fault. I'm it not is my blaming fault. the NBA. I'm, I'm blaming I'm, I'm, you. I'll take, I'll take all the blame for it. I was hoping it was going to be something that it wasn't, and it was absolutely garbage. It was poopy. Your credibility is out the window. It should so be. for now, I don't, anything. Look, I'm not I, mad at you. I take I get responsibility to, you can't be for mad it. At me. I took responsibility. You be mad at me. I'm not mad at me. What do you mean you're not mad at me? It's my fault. You're not mad at me. What do you mean you're not mad at me? You have no right to ever be mad at me. I didn't say I was mad at you. I said it's my fault. You crying? No. All right. Does it sound like I'm crying? Yeah, it does. I don't. I don't. I think everyone hearing you sounds like you're crying. Anyway, Matthew. There is a story that has dominated the headlines in this past week 
Uh, there's been a lot of stories that have dominated the headlines, but the one story that really jumps out to us as towing the line hosts slash producers is this story about a mountain lion attack. Did you hear about this one? Yes. So for those who didn't hear it, some donk was going for a jog in, I, I forget what state. I want to say it was like Oregon or oh, some fucking state. The state doesn't matter. He was going for a jog. Problem number one, his fault Unless you're playing basketball, football, whatever, you shouldn't be running for joy. It's not fun. It's not joyous. That's your fault. But while he was on his run, he hears this growling coming out of the wooded area, and uh, it's a mountain lion. So what does he do? He tries to scare it off by screaming and yelling at it, right? And when I say mountain lion, I'm not talking like meow. I'm talking like mountain lion. And Thank you. The sound effects really helped anybody that was listening. Any pro- Anytime, man. Anytime. And so while he was trying to scare off said mountain lion, um, they, they, they got into a little bit of a fisticuffs, if you will. It, he started prodding him with a stick. Every stick that he picked up broke. They went tumbling down a hillside. He grabbed the rock, started smacking the mountain lion with a rock on the head, didn't do anything to him. So eventually he readjusted himself, choked out the mountain lion, mountain lion died, and the man lived. Now he's a hero. <coughs> Thoughts? I think he's a hero. I think he saved. I think it's he uh, saved his life. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a fucking it's a big move. I mean, it's nature. We always everyone these motherfuckers that have these animals as live pets that die. You know, fuck them. They deserve to die. But like this guy was on a jog. I don't know why you hate people that run. It's <sighs> stupid. It's terrible. It's the least exciting thing in the world. Yeah, but it's, if people do it, everyone's going to do it. It's terrible. People are it's like, always oh, look at jog. me. I'm going to go run. I'm going to go run outside with my joggers on. It's phenomenal. No, it's stupid. Fucking nobody likes jogging. Nobody likes running, first off. Second off, weird shit happen when you, when you go running, okay? This isn't like 30 years ago. People now jump out of places, and people get attacked all the time by other people, let alone fucking mountain lions. Jogging sucks. Says the man who can't run. Uh, jogging's fine. Anybody that jogs or runs or does whatever, right marathons, do you? Uh, Mike has a predisposition against people that don't run, so I don't know what his problem is. I ran a 10-miler once, yeah, and I know. they didn't and, have water at the finish line. Well, when me, he so. ran his 10-miler, he made sure to let everybody know that he was running a 10-miler, made sure to fucking text me he was running a 10-miler. So for all that shit, he just talked to anybody that runs. He did the same shit that you did, so... God bless. There, there is a little bit of a um, a reason behind that. What that you always brag all the time? No, I was trying to impress a girl and her family at that time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. So it's only okay then, right? Mm-hmm. I, even then, I mean. So anyway, uh, I think it's a gutsy. I don't think it's gutsy. I mean, he had no choice. <laughs> what was he gonna do? Run from the fucking lion? That's a good point. Yeah, he had to. It's survival of the fittest, and he was the fittest. So good for him. I don't, he's not a hero. He wasn't saving a bus fucking full of orphans. But I think his move was the fact that he tussled and then found weaponry to fight said fucking puma. Right, but weapon. first off, it wasn't a puma. It was a mountain lion. similar. It's similar, but thing. not the same. Are, secondly, oh, no, he, secondly, he did it. Why did you fucking mute me? Because you keep cutting me off. Because you're very talkative and you won't shut up and simmer down. I'm going to look up puma. Huh? Unmute me. Why? Because there's nothing happening right now. So, hey, Ricky, 
Matt, Matt Lyon, oh, Puma, you. Cougar, Panther. This cat is known more by names than just about any other mammal. But no matter what you call it, it's still the same cat. So do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Take your big, fat, stupid ego and shove it up your ass because that's where it belongs. It's called humility, son. It's called I you're a dumb son. You, you did. Time for ago. somebody so lost fucking wrong today. For someone who ago. can't even fucking plan a decent evening. You oh, decide that you're going to you, come Ricky. out here with this fucking ego and come at me about animals like you know shit about animals. All right. So it's a puma. All right. Whatever. All right. You no, you came for me just trying to switch the words around to make the story more interesting as you tritely, boringly told it. Go it's on. Called a, okay. One, I didn't tritely, boringly tell it. I gave a brief uh, synopsis in a great... Uh, yeah. And then I said puma, and then you had a problem with it. I called it a mountain lion. I don't yeah. know why you had to switch up the type of Because cat. I was just trying to make it interesting for the people. And a mountain lion's not interesting for the people? No, they were tired kidding of hearing me, Ricky? you talk and keep saying the same thing over and over again. Okay, Matt. So here's my question. He's angry. You hear that? He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. He likes to talk about everybody else, but as soon as you come for him, he gets upset. Now he's playing with his balls and reading his Bible. I'm scratching him. It's a little itchy. Any Hauser. Oh. I, fucking talk. Jesus Christ. Do you think if you were on a run, because this dude couldn't have weighed more than like a buck fifty soaking wet, right? He's a he's a, a stick. He's skinny, very skinny guy going for a run who choked out this 40-pound mountain lion. If you were on a run, would you have the wherewithal to fight this mountain lion or would you kind of just curl up and kiss your ass goodbye? No. You um, would fight it? Yes. Do you think that most people would? I would hope they would try. If they were being attacked by an animal, what are you going to do? I don't know, Matt. I mean, I, th- I feel like a lot of people are just going to be scared stiff and shit themselves. No, and then absolutely not. That's that. I don't care if it's a fucking person or an animal. If I have a, if I have a chance, I'm going to fucking fight. I'm not going to die. But do you think you would kill a mountain lion? A 40 pound mountain lion. If it attacked me and I had the opportunity, I would try. I, I mean, I would try too, but honestly, I don't the think thing that is, I could. I don't pound, think I would. My dog weighs 90 pounds, and I wrestle that bastard all the time. I right. could take down a 40-pound mountain lion. Matt, I hear that. But at the same time, this your your dog has been um, – what's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, conditioned? Conditioned, sure. Uh, to not attack humans anymore, to know that they have actual food – coming from a bag whether it's purina dog chow or what have you oh yeah that they're that they know they're going to get food this fucking mountain lion this you. cat doesn't know when it's going to eat next so it is a vicious the fangs are like four inches long sharp claws who's one who wants to kill you that's what the pounds. cat wants to do it's 40 pounds i can take it it's a wild beast i understand that and you might not be able to take it but i could take it on I'm not. A, I'm not saying I wouldn't come out fucking fucked up. Yes, I hear that. But I would choke it out, similar to said gentleman, in that same manner if I got an opportunity. Or I would just fucking continue to just swing at it until it either ran away or died. It's forty pounds. I get it. And wolverines—they're more dangerous, and that's more of a terrifying animal to me because their skill sets are fucking more uh, at that weight are more devastating than a mountain lion. A wolverine would kill you. Would I, kill me. I, would, I, would have killed that runner. Versus a mountain lion, it's different. It's just a different capacity, especially if it was only 40 pounds. Now, if it was a 100-pound mountain lion, yeah, you're pretty much fucked. 
I mean, I hear that, right? 40 pounds doesn't sound like that much, but I feel like a 40-pound animal that's coming at you with this vengeance. With this. No vengeance. I didn't do anything to it. Okay, it would with, come with at this me with angst. I don't think it's angst. I think it's natural, and I think that's fine. But I'm saying, like, what the same thing it's coming at with is I'm going to be showing with my defense, except I'm going to be three times its weight. You are personally. Okay. More than that. But, but this Way runner, more than that. Right. <laughs> but this runner, he's he's like a buck and this mountain lion is 40 pounds, so the runner has 110 pounds on it, and that's the runner. But, if it but was what he me, doesn't have are claws and teeth, that's and that's what this mountain lion has. Right, so it's an angry fucking ball of fur. You're going to try to throw it and fight it back. You're not going to sit around and just casually let it eat your neck. I think what it all comes back down to <coughs> is running is incredibly stupid. Oh, my God. You can do – this could have happened anywhere. They could have been camping. They could have been hiking, dipshit. Right. So, but it, but it didn't happen in either of those places. Instead, it happened as somebody was running. So, here's my advice to you all. Yeah, listen, everyone make sure after the whole fucking rigmarole that he made everyone jump through, let's see what his fucking advice is because I bet you it's actually listenable. If you feel the urge, if you feel the need to somehow get your cardiovascular improved through physical activity, Going running is not the answer. That's wrong. Go swimming. Do, yeah, because everyone get, has access to a pool. Get on a everyone, treadmill. Listen, we're, get on not, a treadmill. Get on a, an elliptical. Don't listen it's to... It's all phenomenal. Play some, play some pick-up basketball. Going running in a neighborhood is dangerous and stupid. Listen, as much as we think that... At, at this point, the same gentleman that's telling you what not to do rubs his stomach with his shirt halfway up every time I see him. He has no credibility. Don't listen to him. The end. And he also doesn't know fucking animals. Running is dumb. You're dumb. Move on. Let's go. Jesus. Um. So normally we save this for the end of the show. And I guess, I mean, I guess we can just make this the end of the show right now. Because um, we're in this shorter show type thing. But it's also going to be an extended version of the show. So Matt and I said in the beginning of February that one thing that he and his friends were doing this year was creating a monthly top list. All right. So for January, January, easy for me to say. It's a little drunk. Every <laughs> Just a little bit. It was a top 50 movies. And it's not of like cynically acclaimed or critically acclaimed movies. It's Matt's top 50. It's Mike's top 50. It's who's ever listening. Your personal top 50 movies. Cinematically. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So Matt and I went over our top 40 at uh, an event earlier in January. Uh, We said we'd go over our top 10 on the next podcast we did. And guess what? This is our next podcast. So here it is. Our top 10 movies of all time. Go ahead. Uh, Number 10 for me is uh, The Wedding Crashers. I think that movie is absolutely hysterical. Owen Wilson with Vince Vaughn is absolutely money. Smoke shows uh, all throughout that sh- that movie. Some classic all-time lines. I love Wedding Crashers. Number 10 for me is Tombstone. It's a uh, Western. Based to, it's a Western, yeah. It's around Wyatt Earp and his brothers. And uh, it's, uh, it's a great movie, but... Um, the what's his fucking name? I always do this on this goddamn show. Uh, Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday is uh, played by Val Kilmer. Thank you. Um, and it's one of his best roles he's ever played, and it was a badass character. So great movie, great end. Number ten. Is this is this uh, Fallout Boy? No. Who is this? I'm not gonna tell you. All right. Uh, number nine, Gladiator. Just a stud of a movie. 
talk about just badassery all throughout. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Emperor, phenomenal role. Makes you really hate the guy. Um, I love Gladiator. Put me, put that movie on, and you'll get me sitting down and shutting up for three hours every time. I should have started it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Number nine, The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, it's a hit or miss for most people, but it is one of my favorite trilogies. Are you yeah. a Keanu Reeves fan? I I I think he's I think he's underrated. I think people don't like him for some reason. I think he's actually a really good actor, and uh, <coughs> he's resurging with those uh, John Wick movies. So he sure is. Is but, this Fallout Boy? Did I ask that last time? Yes, and you've interrupted me fucking sixty five times on this goddamn show, and I'm about to quit. So the Matrix is phenomenal. Oh, that's right. That's the sixth time that's word's been used too. By the way, if anyone's been counting, uh, love it and. Morpheus is by far the best character. Um, my number eight movie is an, is twenty one. This movie is, is that a, about is that about numbers? It is. Is that about is that twenty is a is that is that drinking age? <laughs> kind of. It's about uh, this college professor who takes these brilliant hotshot minds from I forget what university it's from, but that's not important to Vegas, and they count cards. And I love any movie that has to do with gambling, that has to do with crime. That has to do with uh, mobs and that kind of stuff. So this movie, to me, phenomenal. Yep, shout out to Kevin Spacey and his underage dick showing ass. <laughs> Number eight, Lawless. This is one of those movies that a lot of people don't know about. Shia LaBeouf actually is in this Shia movie. Shia LaBeouf. Fantastic movie about pro. It's around Prohibition. Is it really? In, the, uh, in Virginia and... Uh, uh, Tom Hardy's in it. He's just one of the best actors, and I just kind of follow. I've been following his career and really getting into it. Um, but it's just so goddamn good, and it's I don't know. It takes a dark turn near the end, but ends up pretty good movie. All right, my number seven movie is Zodiac. It's with Jake Gyllenhaal as the lead character in it, and he is a newspaper reporter trying to figure out the Zodiac um, serial killer murder mystery. In San Francisco back, I want to say it was like in the 1970s-ish or somewhere around that time. Just a great thriller. Um, again, big fan of murder movies, big fan of thrillers, big fan of uh, 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 serial killers and all that kind of weird crime shit. I don't know why. I think it's just very intriguing. And The Zodiac is one of the more creepy ones. That I don't know if you know this, Matt. It's never been solved. Yeah, I do. It's still an open case. Yep. There's Stunner. a lot of them out there. But and and I think they, they believe that the Zodiac Killer, by age, <coughs> has per has perished. But, but they can't confirm nor deny that. Well, if they had these people in this, they would have maybe solved it. Because number seven is The Last Samurai. And that is one of the best movies. Uh, it's an interesting... It's amazing for Japanese culture, but also like... I can leave or take Tom Cruise in it. He's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but the actors that were in it, Ken Watanabe and, 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 and crew, uh, did a really good job. Just very poetic, very... Um, I don't know. The word I'm thinking of is just like... just There's a lot of symbolism throughout it, and just it does such a good job of like combining what is the samurai culture with the Japanese culture uh, and just the modernization of Japan. Very good. Uh, number six in our top 50 movies... Of all time, according to Matt and Mike, my number six is Armageddon. Armageddon is a classic amongst classics. I mean, you got you got the classic song, "I Don't Want to Close My Eyes." Please stop singing. You got the classic lines such as, 
uh, the little boy when, when he sees like the astronauts going into space. Look, mommy, the salesman's on TV. And then the mom goes, that's not a salesman, Johnny. That's your daddy. And this is one of the few movies in life that brings me close to tears. Ev oh, I just not punched myself. Yep. Ah! Yeah, yep. this is this kind of symbolism in its own right. Uh, oh, as Mike said, God. Armageddon, oh. uh, a classic, along with uh, Gone with the Wind and Casablanca. Jeez, I put Armageddon. Nads. Yeah, it's a classic, Matt. You know it's a classic. It's, a classic. it's a fucking classic. You need it's to. It's even great for made for made for TV. But every time, I'm gonna go ahead and say all the movies that are on this list are often on repeat on TNT. Uh, hardly ever. Whenever, uh, whenever I, I am terrible with character names. Whenever the dad decides that he's going to stay on the asteroid to blow himself up, it's about Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, thanks, and he's talking to his daughter for the last time. I don't cry, but I come damn close yeah, to you it. You cry. I come damn close. You literally say you cry every time. So What's you your number cry. six, Rick? The Avengers. I uh, really. I wasn't going to the cartoon version. What? Nope, 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 nope. That wasn't the Avengers. My bad. Just go on like I never said that. Yeah, because again, for the 17th time, you've decided to interrupt me with your nonsense. <laughs> the Avengers, I wasn't going to put a superhero uh, movie in my top 10, but when I, f I was going back to when I first saw it in the theaters and just like, growing, I, look, my brothers and my family, there's just a lot of people that are way more into comics than I am, uh, but I wasn't into them enough to know like, I always enjoyed when all the characters came together to fight a common evil. Uh, and so when the first one came out, it was really badass just to see like, fucking Iron Man shoot his laser off a super, uh, uh, Captain America shield and hit a fucking alien. It was just badass to watch that. Um, people take it for granted. It's like, oh, this is what we deserve. But, like, they didn't make a movie like that until they put all that together. So, number six. Number six. No. no number five number for you. Number five for me. The movie I was thinking of was The Incredibles, by the way. Uh, two, solid song. Uh, and here we go. Number five, National Treasure. Nicolas Cage in this movie amazing it brings together history it brings together crime it <laughs> brings together uh uh like a little treasure obviously a treasure hunt um i i love everything about this movie i think it was incredibly well done uh national treasure 2 very underwhelming but national treasure the original one so solid yeah uh number five for me transformers oh it was shia labeouf grew up with uh the toys and so when they made the movie, I was so goddamn excited. Is it Megan Fox in it? Yes. Yeah. But uh, I was so excited that I then assumed that my car, my Pontiac Grand Am at the time, was a Transformer, <laughs> and I nicknamed it Heat Streak. Nice. My number four movie is Saving Private Ryan. Uh, Tom Hanks is just fucking awesome in that movie. Uh, just, I, th I think, for what it's worth, the greatest war movie ever made finally agree on something uh my number four black hawk down it's a great movie for that was in my list by the way ah for a lot of people it it it's a it's a not not necessarily not necessarily talked about not just movie but a reality and so um when they came out with the movie people didn't realize how close to reality it was and so yeah uh the 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 fighting in somalia and, and talking about just the 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 plight in Africa in in that in that region of Somalia Mogadishu, and then Bill Clinton sending in fucking troops and it being a goddamn clusterfuck. It was this very 
unheard of, untalked about thing until they made the movie. Well, the book was written. The book was amazing. And the movie and the book are one of those two things where I'm like, they're actually very similar. So great movie, great acting. A lot of act, a lot of big name actors got their start in that movie, including Tom Hardy. Uh, Black Hawk Down for me was number 45 on my list. Mm. Uh, but I agree. It's a phenomenal movie. Number three, Matt, we're in our top three. Number three, Kevin Costner, Ashton Kutcher, The Guardian. <laughs> I, I probably am the only person in the <coughs> world that would have The Guardian as their top three in their top three movies of all time. I just think it's such an inspirational movie. Uh, it has the kind of humor that I really enjoy. Um, man, it's it's it gets me every time. It's again. Talks it has not necessarily a direct correlation with war, but it, it talks about the Coast Guard, which is a military branch that always gets forgotten when talked about. I love the story of the Guardian. Nothing says inspirational like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Number three for me, The Magnificent Seven. That's a long movie. I fell asleep during it. It's not that long. It's, it's kind of long. It's an hour and forty-five out two hours. Do you know what? Do you even know what movie I'm talking about? The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of the Hateful Eight. <laughs> Talk my way through this one. Uh, Western from the '60s. Um, I, I'm not even going to waste my time here because I know that he has nothing to add to it. Great Western. It's my number uh, one Western on my list, and it's just such a good movie. It's one of those uh, us against them. It was seven on fucking hundred. Um, Yule Brenner. Steve McQueen, a lot of great actors were in this, and it's just one of those things where, like, my dad loved it, I love it, and it's a timeless classic. And actually, I had my, I had to remake the Magnificent Seven with uh, um, Denzel or later up on my list in the twenties. So, great movie. Yeah, yeah, that used to. I mean, you. Oh, shame. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Hey, thanks, bud. Uh, number two in our top fifty movies of all time. This comedy. Uh, featuring Will Ferrell and John C. Riley had me in tears with laughter the very first time I saw it. Some of the comedy movies, you know, it takes a time or two to watch it to kind of get and appreciate it. This movie just had me howling from the first time I saw it. Step Brothers is hysterical. Such a funny movie. Uh, the Catalina fucking wine mixer. Like, seriously. There's so many classic lines from that movie uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's hysterical. Uh, you, you give me the option to watch Step Brothers versus any other movie in the world except for my number one. I'm choosing Step Brothers. It's a good movie. My number two is a bit of an anomaly, and uh, most people don't have it in their top. It has just the, uh, it takes sci-fi to the Blair Witch level. It has some uh, just great monster scenes. I love sci-fi. I love the unknown. I love... I used to love Godzilla when I was a kid. Yep. And so when this movie came out, I was in college and my buddy, shout out Kendall, we went and watched it and we were just so fucking obsessed. It's the first movie I've seen in theater twice. And that movie is Cloverfield. Uh, oh, yeah. It took monster movie and added the Blair Witch effect with the handheld camera. And it was just so goddamn original and so different than everything else I've ever seen that it will be my number two forever. Should we do a bonus? So my, that would be number, number 11. 11. Yeah. My number 11 was Shawshank Redemption. Classic. 
movie. I mean, there's nothing any music said, but it's a great movie. Yeah, my number Classic. 11 was We Were Soldiers, Vietnam War movie. So sure. obviously I have a trend. All right, number one, top 50 movies of all time, according to Matt and Mike. Uh, this movie is, it, it brings together one of my favorite things. <laughs> Um, two of my favorite things, rather. Early American history, along with a, a good war movie. Uh, Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger, phenomenal roles in this movie. The Patriot is the greatest movie uh, for what it's worth, according to me. Uh, just just a stunningly amazing, action-packed, uh, great kind of uh, moral story to it all. Give me that movie all day, every day. I will watch it. It's inspirational. It's 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 educational. It's um, man. It, it it's a tear other... it's a tearjerker. If you want, uh, it, it'll make you run through a wall. I love the movie. Fucking just a great movie. Well, you said Saving Private Ryan was the best war movie. I said one of the best war movies. You said the. I did say the best war movie for war. Yeah, you did. right. I mean, you're right. I did. Okay. Well, I like the Patriot a little bit better. Okay. Well, my number one Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh. Watched it probably 75 times. I know it back and forth. I can quote it like it's my fucking job. Um, there's so many actors that make bit appearances in it that people don't even know about. Um, it is one of my favorite. It is my favorite movie. <coughs> and I remember just watching it as a kid. And just some scenes just fuck with you. But like for some reason it just stuck with me in a different way. In a way I was like I just the way I appreciate not just the cinematic value to it, but like the historical accuracy. Right. This is the Avengers theme song, by the way. Nice. Um, so, Saving Private Ryan is my number one. I will watch it anytime any puts on. I hate when it's on fucking cable TV, so sure. I have DVD and it will be on HBO, so I'll watch it then. But that's love it. Number one. That's one of the movies in which I really started to appreciate Matt Damon for what he could do. Yeah, but even in. I don't even. I forget that he was even in the movie. His role. Really? His role was. Menial. He's I mean, Private Ryan. What do you mean it was menial, Matt? Do you he really was, want? You really gonna argue with me on this one? He was the main. He, he, was, he, he was, was not the main, main character. character. No, I, I, okay. right. Shut the fuck he wasn't up. The main Shut character, up. But he, he was the character that the, the, he the came in of the literally after. He's literally in fucking twenty five minutes of the movie. You fucking twat. He's the reason why they're going. I get out, it, but Matt. his role wasn't as acting wasn't that fucking important. Idiot. His role was paramount to the movie, Yes, Matt. dumb shit. It was saving Private Ryan. But right. if you're looking for his acting ability, he wasn't on the fucking screen nearly half as much as everybody that was going to go find him, you dumb shit. Completely agree with you. All right, then shut the fuck up. All right. God, you're obnoxious. I love saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I bet you don't. I do. What do you, what's your thoughts on the Patriot? It's fucking okay. Uh, whatever, you're okay. Um, you got any shout-outs? <sighs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, shout out to the word phenomenal. Mike used it six times, and I uh, have counted this show. Did you really? Yeah. That's phenomenal. Seven. Seven. Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to you for helping me put in uh, an upgrade to my house. Yep. Yep. I got, I got a new lock on my door. Yep. So anybody wants to know the passcode, uh, it is... Kiss my five, ass. Seven, Suck seven, you. Bye! Bitch. Goodbye. Bravo! Bravo!